Jay, you ready for this? Shit, am I ready? Crazy good. It should it should definitely be good. I, I can already tell it's gonna be a lot of passion flying back and forth. It's gonna get a little heated. It, a little bit. It got to. The bit. shit that's been going on. Well, shit, I've been gone for a week. Of course, it'll be fucking. You've been gone for a week, man. Oh shit, let me let me bring in the episode real quick. Welcome, y'all. Mic check. I think the mic levels are good. Sounds Welcome to it. the Good Riddance Podcast, man. We. Back at you Another week Episode 5 It feels good man Jay Back from the Windy City Indeed Should have stayed out there A little bit longer Just just to throw that out there You should have It's fucking dope man I thought you were about to Move out there or something I thought you said I Fuck like- it I thought you found an apartment And shit <laughs> I felt that way I really felt that way I was in this little Small city out there bro It's called Lumbar you know, okay. I wanted to stay a little bit distant from the city. Okay. So that I can kind of have to drive around. Yeah, you got to kind of get in the car and kind of go. Yeah, and, 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 you know, just get a feel for shit. Yeah. That's pretty much what I wanted. That's important. And damn it, man. So, like, the people that come visit L.A. and then they, like, stay, like, in Hollywood. In the, yeah, in you Hollywood. got to get out of Hollywood to, to drive into it. Like, the drive into Hollywood is brutal. Yeah. You got to experience that shit. That's very true. We're that's getting people true. we're getting people that's visiting here for 3 days like fuck it I want to move there. They have no idea what the price is and the traffic <laughs> and the people is like. They just get amazed by the by what you know, it's publicized. Some, yeah. You know what's a trip though? I Tell was surprised me. about how cheap Chicago actually was. Cheap? Cheap. I, I I was expecting a, a New York kind of thing, like expensive as fuck, just out, off the wall kind of thing or whatever. Okay. And because, um, you know, there, there was some condos in downtown, you know, a beautiful three-bedroom condo, 2,000 square foot on a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. 2,200. Starting. Man, for 2,200 in L.A., you're getting a little studio shack. <laughs> you know, but but I get it, though, because we, we had this conversation a little while back ago when it was about the... Uh, um, and the sunshine tax, mm-hmm. so so there's that there's that difference, you know. But it, man, it was it was great out there, man. Anybody from Chi Town, man, much love to you guys, man, because that 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 city, that Illinois in general, yeah, fucking beautiful, man. The the the, the culture was amazing. You know, the people were just, I mean, I don't know if it was just because when I was there. Right. I mean, it was a little bit humid, to say the least. Of course, I didn't run into the snow because I went in during summertime. But, I mean, it, it, I loved it, man. Real quick. I enjoyed it. Did you have a nice deep dish <gasps> while you were there? Did I? You got to. Bro. You got to show love. Man, the deep dish that I had, bro, Impeccable. Impeccable, <laughs> but you know, you know what had me more surprised though of how bomb it was. I had to get it twice. What's that? This the man, those hot dogs and portillos, portillos. Or, port- or portillos. Whoever the fuck owns it, whether it's a white guy that took a Spanish name or a Spanish guy who's just out there, I don't know. Right. But bomb. Damn. He <laughs> said that shit is fire, bro. I mean, like, how the fuck do you make a hot dog that damn good? I mean, it, what the fuck? It makes would, no sense. You, you would think there's limits on hot dogs. Like, you had one hot dog, you had them all. Not well, this one. <laughs> no, not, not this one. Look, you know what? I felt so confident walking into this, mm-hmm. you know, because when I go, I say, you know what, man? I've had Pink's hot dogs. Pink's got it all. 
Pink's fire. We're famous for pinks out here. You know, we're like, yeah, this, this is this is the shit. It's the best part out here. Right. And I told myself there was there's no way that this hot dog's gonna be anything better than what Pink's has to offer. And I was fucking what was, wrong. What was, what was your? Uh, I was wrong. Mm. I had the traditional dog on top of that. It was it was a hot dog. They put uh, like a mayo mustard kind of thing inside. It, it's a little sesame seed bun kind of thing. Okay. And um, you know the, it's all, all you know uh, um, all beef. You know a dog. Yeah. And then what they do is they, they put I think like some type of uh, they put uh, sliced tomatoes, sliced okay. lettuce of some sort. Yeah. Like it's like it's so soggy, so it doesn't even feel like lettuce. Okay. And they got some like jalapeno peppers, like those little uh, uh, those little yellow banana pepper ones. Yeah. Just throw it in there, like fuck cutting them. They just whoop, they throw two in there, just like that, <laughs> with a little stem and all. I'm gonna make sure. It's fucking. If crap. I visit Chicago, I'm gonna keep uh, portillos on my uh, on my radar. I gotta try it out. Motherfucker, I went at 1 a.m. <laughs> Like this shit was closed. Like right. I was the last person to go through the drive thru and they're just like, "Hey man, we, uh, hey man." I told them. You should have said, "Man, I'm an out of town." Yeah, just make <laughs> one more. That's all you got to do. That's all I'm asking. Just one. I'll, I'll, I'll pay double for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you double what it costs for that one, please. Crazy. Don't let me fly back home to LA. Hey, it. you know what? Though? Hey, how do you feel about heights? Heights. Heights. Uh, I don't mind it. I mean, I don't. I have, think you, I do. have you been to the U.S. Tower in, in, in downtown? Not ever, no, I've never been there. I'm all right. I'm gonna recommend one thing to you. Go to it's it's a uh, it's sky something. It's where you slide down that little. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My girls were talking about that. That was one of the things that we I just haven't got around to. Doing. Okay, make you make sure you get around to it. It's not that okay. expensive, and you go there quick. You go, you get in, you park, get your ass up there. It's about eighty something floors up. Okay, and then poof, you slide it's down. It's like a glass slide or some shit. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's like a, a, a pexy glass, like the, the the bulletproof kind of shit. Okay, that yeah. thick stuff. Yeah, so something like that, right? Right. So. When I went up there mm-hmm. to that one in, in Los Angeles, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. For those that already know, I'm, I fuck heights. But I was able to handle the U.S. building. We, right. went, we went to the top. We took pictures. We did the whole bullshit, whatever the fuck. Right, right. But motherfucker, I went down to the Sears Towers, now known as the Willis Towers. Right. 103 stories up. They had a pexiglass, same kind of shit. <laughs> no slide, no nothing. But this is just sticking out the wall. You just got like the, it sticks out the wall. You stand off the building on this glass. Nah, I'm good. Bro, I kid you not. Right. I was so pissed. I was real pissed. I, man, I, I kid you not, man. I was about to choke out the chick. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why, man. Because, you know, she's, so, she's comfortable with the heights and everything like that. Right. And I, I, you know what? I hate it when the chick knows that. You know they, they know what your fear is And it's not their fear For whatever reason They and got that one up Man And they take advantage Of that son bitch You know it But here's what happened They got to Here's what happened though. This is why I got real ticked off You know Because me and my boy Are up there right mm-hmm. We all took a fan pick Real quick Boop Right there Took a quick pick I mind you man I'm breathing so hard man mm-hmm. I mean When they take the picture I'm breathing I'm exhaling at this moment I look like fucking Santa Claus bro <laughs> At this particular time Right <laughs> they, they just got the worst pictures We take another photo Right there and then boof I do the fastest I can To get off that piece Of the building Right I just boop Let me stand to the left Let me uh, stand on something I can't see down below mm-hmm. Here she goes Putting my boy By himself In that little plexiglass, <laughs> And he goes to, He decides to go To the corner To touch the glass corners Right 
by himself and I'm over here. I turn red. I'm freaking out. I'm like, man, you better not leave him by, you know, by themselves. I'm over here trying to jump in front of these photos, trying to That's snatch him back crazy. in. That's crazy, yeah. Like, nah, we good, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it was crazy. I mean, she got some good shots, though. Okay. But, I mean, just to cut it, man, I, it, was, it, was, it was fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Scary as fuck. Mind you, I'm afraid of heights and I hate fucking flying. Right. And late, later on in this little segment, bro, I'm going to tell you about some shit that went down with flying, bro. Okay. I, I, I got a bone to pick with that motherfucker. Okay. All right. Yeah, we, we could we could loop back around to it because no, no, we, got wait, some, yeah, we got some heat. I mean, I'm hot right now. We got some shit that's going on, man. So fill me in, man. What the fuck's on your mind, bro? You you, um, you look very pensive over there and shit. I don't know, man. Uh, oh, man, now you're thinking too much. Thinking a little too much, man. Yeah, man. What the fuck? Right now. One, two, three. What's on your head? Did you watch Power? You missed it? Fuck. Yeah. You know what? It's because I was too intrigued in getting myself back into the rhythm right. of having to get back to work. Okay. I didn't get a chance. I, Bro, I, you should have took an hour on Sunday night just to dive in. Because I'm gonna do that oh shit tonight. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna divulge too much information, but man. It was beast. Lord, quick little prayer. Jesus <laughs> Please <laughs> don't let any nigga like Tariq. <laughs> near me Please don't Not I don't, I don't want to touch a nigga like him With a 10 foot pole <laughs> Oh my god You you would You would think Because <laughs> Ghost His dad James St. Patrick Is one way That at least Some of that shit Rubs off on your son Bro He is a clear cut idiot He's a dumb fuck Oh my god Hey, it's, but you know what? Did, did, did he ever give you that vibe though? Just looking at his face, just said like, you know what, man? You got dumb shit all written all over you. Man, nah, man. Not until he started like doing nah. dumb shit. Once he started doing dumb shit, I'm I like, had it. Oh my god, bro! I, I've had it up to here. You felt like his dad and shit. Yeah, man. It's like it's it's like dog. Like, what do you? Hey, but you know what though? You got to give that some bitch credit though. You know the nigga that make the shit. You know the nigga that make shit more worse. <laughs> we all have that people, bro. It's kind of like dog, like. You've done enough, done enough damage. Quit while you're ahead. Like, God damn, what do you, what do you think this is? But I'm excited for season five. Keep this shit rolling. You know what's cool though? What? You know, I I just, I just noticed something. As much as we hate this motherfucker because of the role that he's playing, right? Mm -hmm. How stupid we think he is and shit. He might be like that in real life. Uh, He he very well could be. He could, he could, he could literally. Be in his real everyday life. This motherfucker can't even go to the. If I see this nigga in the mall, you gonna fuck him up. I'm gonna have an issue with him. Like we gonna fight. We got problems on sight, <laughs> dog. Like you playing this role a little too good. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what I was going at. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I, I love it when we we actually start to watch something, right? And we really get to the point where you're like cheering to just see this fool get shot <laughs> because they're doing such a good job at the role in which they're intended to play. Right, right. You take this shit to real life, man. I take, bro. I remember there was this uh, there was this show. It's still on, actually. Um, I stopped watching it a, a couple moons ago. It was called uh, Señor de los Cielos, you know, which is referred to as, uh, you know, Senior of the Skies. Okay. Right? It's about, uh, you know, believe it or not, it was actually about uh, um, the original story that started that novella mm-hmm. was based on the narco that was working with Pablo Escobar Pablo. towards his end. Okay. And he was the main dude from Mexico. 
And he was working with the Cali cartel and shit like that. There was, there was like a there was a little mixture between them. I mean, he didn't really work too much with Escobar, I should say. Let me correct that. Right. But but he's in that he's a family tree type. Yeah, but he 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 pretty much ran the shit in Mexico for a good period of time. Okay. So he was like the Escobar. Escobar was like Colombia, right? Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. He ran Colombia for a cool ass minute with the. With the, you know, with the, what was that? With the brothers, the Cali. I mean, it was, it was just a bunch of motherfuckers. But the thing about it is that with this thing, I, I remember we used to watch this uh, with the show. Mm-hmm. You know, we would see the the, the cops, you know, right. try to capture them all the time. And then, like, they'd become so annoying to you. You're like, man, I can't wait till this motherfucker just gets to mm, right, right. shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you're cheering for the fucking bad guy. Because again, yeah, the people play the role so good to be hated, mm-hmm. and the others play the role so good to be loved. That you learn to appreciate those little shows when you watch them. That matters, man. Yeah. That matters. Conflict, conflict, conflict drives sales, man. Conflict is interesting. It's a beautiful thing. Me and Nate talked about that last week. And by the way, real quick before we uh, proceed, man, I just want to give a quick shout out to Nate, owner of Thumb War Studios here in Los Angeles, Hollywood. If you ever hear you need studio time, you need to record something, produce something, hit us up. Or you can hit Nate up directly, man. We we definitely uh, appreciate him stepping in clutch while my man Jay was in uh, the Windy City. So shout out to you, man. What else we got in the stocking, man? Um, before we jump into sports, because that's a rabbit hole, and I got some things I think I want to say. Oh, man. What else? What else? We got Drake. You heard the album? Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. I liked it. You tell me why. Tell me more. I just liked it, man. Like the, the, okay. the, the album was just good, man. I mean, uh, granted. Mm-hmm. I felt there was something missing. I can't. I, I still don't know what, it, what what was missing, but I felt something was missing. But nonetheless, it the album was good. I mean, some of the verses in that fucking album, mm-hmm. beautiful. I mean, yeah. The, and then of course the other thing too is which I don't want to say he addressed Pusha T, but he confirmed Pusha T kind of thing. Right, right. Which was the the whole son situation. Mm-hmm. And even in that song. He had some sick lyrics. There was some verses up in there, bro, that were just like, whoo, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like you you could almost forgive the son bitch for not replying. That that was just what I got from it in general. What'd you think about it, though? Me, um, I beg to differ. Two? So, on the album, 25 songs. That's actually a lot of songs when I think about it. It's a double album. Yeah. It's supposed to be, you know, his rap and, and R&B. Because everybody's like, man, we don't want to hear rap and Drake. Man, we want to hear this nigga sing because that's, that's where his bread and butter is. Yeah, yeah, but then everybody's yeah. like, nah, man, fuck all that singing shit, man. Get to the rapping. Get to the, get to the real deal. So he said, you know what? Fuck it. Get out both. Nobody can't complain. Right? No. But me, my whole issue with it is there's some great songs on this album. Some great content, great lyrics. Um, I just think it just felt like just a collection of songs. Like there was no cohesion. They seemed like a lot of songs were, it felt like a lot of songs were like pre-recorded. And of course, I have no way to confirm any of this. Right. But the reason why I say that is because Pusha T clearly, clearly, clearly made him rewrite some of his shit. Right? So because he had to rewrite 
some of his shit and add in the references to back to what Pusha T was talking about, like addressing some of the questions, which was fine. I didn't have a problem with it because I for damn sure didn't want to hear a Pusha T diss. Just address some of the shit, take the L, continue, continue on. But to me, it, there was just no cohesion. It just seemed like a, a big collection of songs just jammed together. Granted, there's some really, really good songs of it. Right. But like, there's some songs that I really didn't care for and other songs that I would never, I don't ever want to hear again. But there was like, some of the songs hit home with me. Like, you know what I mean? One of my favorite songs on there is uh, Sandra's Rose. Talks about, song, yeah. He talks about his mom. He's just rapping about some real life, just shit that not only rich motherfuckers can like so, relate so, to. So feel me. So then, what did you not like? I mean, so so far you, you're giving like, me the good pros here, but what's the right, cons? So tell me what the cons. The cons is just the way it all came together. It it, it feels like. I don't know. It it just didn't come together. Like I just feel like they were just too far apart. You got you know what I mean? It just kind of feels like one of those things where it's like um he just kind of threw it together. They weren't married in any way. Does that make sense? It was just it was just it was just missing something for me. Okay. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like that with a with a with a with a couple of albums that came out. But like if you haven't already, one album you got to go listen to is J-Rock. Redemption. That's a fucking That's a masterpiece That's probably his best work yet And I've been listening to him for a while That shit is Hey but he's been coming out hard lately He's been coming out hard He's been doing but real that good. album Redemption That shit was like a perfect mix Of like His commercial status mm-hmm. Like LA Like the streets of LA Like his personal life His His His, his it, it was it was just like a perfect marriage. Every song, like I I, I wasn't missing anything. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he gives us so many different angles, and us, me particularly, being from the east side of LA, not East LA, but on the east side, right? Like I got a vantage point that is like kind of I don't want to say like his because he I'm not trying to compare experiences or anything like that. He's much older, but what I'm saying is. It gave me the vantage point that, like, I grew up, like, right off the same block he grew up on. Oh, no shit. You know what I mean? To the and, and, and what I mean by that is, like, like, I was hanging out with, like, some of the D-boys off the block. You know what I mean? Like, every time I pull up to my mama house, all I see is, like, a few of the homies that I used to kick it with back when I was just kind of wilding out. Right. You get what I'm saying? The same nigga still trying to sell the 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 the, the weed. The same nigga still doing this, banging over here, banging. Over, you know what I mean? And they're these still with the same bullshit. Same bullshit, right? Okay. But then, like, at the same part, at the same token, J Rock's talking about like being immersed in shit like that, seeing shit happen, and then how he like broke free from that shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's out of that shit. Like, right. he was only in it to get out of it. Nigga, you're not in the hood to, like, stay in the hood forever. This shit ain't fun. You can't be here because you're fun. Because it's fun. You're not enjoying it, are you? Because if you're enjoying it, now you're a different type of nigga. Now nah, I can't fuck with you. You of a different breed. You cut from some cloth. <laughs> he's like, you, you from a different breed. Right. You cut from some cloth that, <laughs> that, that, that that's not manufactured anymore, right? 
You come from the eighties cloth. Yeah, that's that that that's that wild shit. <laughs> so when I pull up at my mama house off the east side, I'm like, I still see him. I talk to him. I'ma fuck with you. We could catch up. We could dap it up. We can chill for a for a quick minute, but we can't kick it like that. You know what I mean? It's like the same. Like mental cycle And it's just, that's all it really is Just like a mental cycle Niggas can't see past You know what I mean Niggas can't see past the block Right That's that's crazy They still trying to claim the corner That I've personally seen Homies get hit on I've seen I've, I, I, I know people Personally Who's lost lives In and out of jail Niggas in jail Getting the whole L And they They cool I can't, I can't, like, how? That's a piece of the, the, the puzzle you just can't feel. I can't, and... And you don't want to feel it. I'm not even trying. I'm not even looking to. I don't care to feel it. You feel me? Like, I, I'm on I'm on a whole different wavelength that, you know what I mean? You know how, like, when you, when you, like, when you on a different wavelength mentally than somebody else, everybody can't stay with you. You got to cut people off. Of course. You got to seldomly talk to people. Everybody can't go. You, you feel me? You get, yeah. you win a million dollars. You would take care of the people that's closest to you, but you can't break everybody off. And that's that, that's just kind of the feel that I got from that J Rock album. It was just kind of homey. It was just kind of like, it just kind of hit home. I hear that. LA niggas like, I feel, I feel like people from LA, they just get like, they just get it differently, right? So like it's, it's, I think it's just like A mentality That niggas just got And You ever and heard I that song From Ice Cube And I don't hear A Hood lot mentality? of Hood mentality What's it called Hood mentality Yeah There's yeah. Something, something like that mm-hmm. Something similar to that Yeah Exactly like that uh, And it's It's, yeah. it's just kind of One of those it's just, it's just something ju- that's just bred in like niggas from LA that is different than any other city. And when I hear like, because I listen to a lot of shit, like I'm a consumer of a lot of shit, like a lot of different podcasts that talk about music, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of shit. You don't really hear like LA rap. LA music in general Just get the love That I think it need We are talking about Some niggas from Atlanta New York You know what I mean And it's, it's cool Niggas be different though Why do you think that is though? Um I have no idea man There's gotta be a reason behind do they, it Do they think we spoiled or what? I don't know There's gotta be a reason behind it I mean it can't be that we're we spoiled We can only speculate they're, they're getting more of attention Well It's not that we're spoiled If we were spoiled We'd get all the attention Well You said it Atlanta, New York And shit like that Right but (laughs) We spoiled man We in the sunshine state man We 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 got it all in LA man But what does that gotta do With the love of the music though They want one less thing To To shout niggas out for Okay Maybe I don't know I mean, yeah, it's I, only speculation. I, I see, I, I see where you're going with it, though. I you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, J. Rock probably got one of my favorite albums this year, along with Nipsey Hussle. That Victory Lap shit was like that was dope shit, immaculate. Like you don't, you don't, you don't see him like that. And it, it, it came out. That shit was he delivered major to that album, of course. Yep. But you know it, it it is what it is. What else, man? What's on your mind, man? What's what else? What else we got going? What's on the docket? Well, you know what, man. To not uh, dip so much 
uh, personally, I, I, I like your analogy of what you just explained as far as the albums going, shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, some dope shit, good shit. But um, oh, man, you know what? L- l- let's kind of stick with LA for a second. Let's let's stick with it, man, because you said we're spoiled. Right? <laughs> now, tell me something. How spoiled? Do you think these motherfuckers feel now, or us motherfuckers feel now, mm-hmm. that the $154 million deal <laughs> was sealed in, by LeBron? And, you know, the, 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 the stamp lady licked the stamp, I mean, licked the envelope, <laughs> put the stamp on there, mm-hmm. sealed it, <laughs> sent that son bitch out. It's official. That's crazy. I mean, we talked about this. I believe it was the first podcast we talked about that. I remember I was telling you, I see him going to L.A. And you gave me the best argument for the Spurs, which I personally loved at the time. Right. But now that we're here, now that we're in the now. What do I think? I didn't even have to ask it. That was a crazy. That was a, Showtime is back. Hold on, let, let, let me sit the let me sit the foot back in this chair. I, I, I need to hear this response clear, collective, and I need to make sure that my mind is open for suggestion. Like this, Showtime is back. It don't get it don't get no no simpler than that for me to say. The reason I say that is because LeBron James is the best player in the world. Right. So. so the best player? Yes. Over KD? Over KD. Yeah. Different, different, different world. Different class. Way different class. Different in, I mean, let's talk about the basketball. Basque, ba- better than basketball. KD in basketball? Better. Yes. Okay. KD's good. KD's second. Okay. Just, make, just, just clarifying, that's all. LeBron James, all. nobody's close to LeBron. That's period. I know he lost the finals. I know he got swept. But we all know why. Let, Nobody's let's, close. Let's forget about that. But yeah. Nobody's close. Okay. But let me get back to it. Go for it. LeBron comes to L.A. Mm-hmm. She's going to bring Showtime back. You already know players want to play with LeBron. People are willing to take pay cuts to come play with LeBron James. Because they know LeBron James wins. Those one-year deals. Who, LeBron? No, no, the, the, the one-year oh, deals that they've been The one-year deals. So that way next summer. Fucking beautiful. That way next summer he's back in the same position. The Lakers, I mean, is it back in the same position to go out there and snatch a free agent, to pair with LeBron, and now we really we really got it going. It's just LeBron James. It made, it, it made a lot of sense. When I made that Spurs argument, he should go to the Spurs, play with Pop, that was before Kawhi Leonard really spazzed out. That was before that relationship between Kawhi and that Spurs organization was completely, like, tainted, right? You know they had. The, I knew they had their differences, but I didn't know it was like. Oh, it, I didn't know it was like that. When that news started coming out, and all the reporters started talking about Kawhi wants out, Kawhi wants out, and he wants the Lakers. He wants the Lakers. He but I was, lick, Lakers. I was I was watching on. I was watching first tank, first take. This dude Dominique Foxworthy, he says, deferred gratification is a thing, <laughs> right? Okay. Like. We're in a day and age that was We good. want instant gratification that was good. Whatever we can do We want to be liked, loved for it At the very moment that it happens Social media style Right? Mm-hmm. Lakers are like I mean, he's like Lakers should sit back Not even go after Kawhi Leonard If 
Kawhi Leonard this year falls in their lap, of course you take him. But, but he won't fall though. Because he he's, still the, he's still in the one-year contract till next year. He, he's under contract till next year. And what he was saying is, mm-hmm. why do you, you don't need him now. Just wait. Just wait. Get Kawhi next year. He's already expressed interest in coming home. What if he gets injured again? This year? Yeah. Move on. He's, he, he can't come back from his injury. He's injury prone. Two things either happens. One. You move on, mm-hmm. right? You don't go crazy for him. Or two, you get him at that baby. You get him at that sweet ass hometown discount. <laughs> now we don't got it. We don't got to give you max money. You're injury prone. We gonna give you this though. Be Take on the bench and be, go up there for 15 minutes when we need you. You know, like two things either happens because Kawhi Leonard is is definitely in that top player in the world category. Yeah. He's competing up there. He's, he's up there with KD. Yeah. In AD. So it's just one of those things where just chill. Because no matter no matter which way to, it breaks, you can't you you're, you're probably not going to win it all this year anyway. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How much did magic have to do with Everything that happened Because because lately I've been watching social media I've been watching mm-hmm. The TVs and shit like that And I mean They're making it seem as if Without magic This would have never Ever Happened And I take that to 60% No 50% Yes Because I mean he, he, You're talking about magic You know he, he has a good gravity pull A good A good sense of business style But how much of this did magic actually bring to the table? Because I think he brought, he all, he I think he brought way much. more than half. Yeah, yeah. What, what What do you think? What do you think was the deal? What do you think he? What, what do you think was offered? Because we, we, you know, we talked about this off air. You know, because I was, I remember that we had this conversation before this happened, mm-hmm. before the deal was confirmed, which was, what does Magic and the Lakers have to offer LeBron James? Championship, he already has it. If you look at it in that perspective, mm-hmm. money, Supermax was there for him. In Cleveland. In Cleveland. So, I mean, money was clearly the issue. You see what I'm saying? So, it's like the, the, the biggest things that come in. What do you think really played the biggest role to convince this man, aside from the three houses he has out here? But <laughs> Pedigree. Pedigree? Yeah. In what way? It's Magic Johnson. But he's not the you- coach. You, but but Magic Johnson is the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, granted, right? right? So what I what I think Magic sold them was a vision that matched up with his. He sold them L.A. He sold them lifestyle. LeBron's like, I'm not playing this game for money anymore. I got enough of it. So he told us by leaving Cleveland, money's not my issue right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to win. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like. It's kind of like, why not? Maybe, may, I, like, I'm thinking it's the best move now. Now that I can kind of, now that it's here and it's really happening, because before he came to L.A., I'm like, I don't think it happens. The reason why is because it just felt too good to be true, and I'm always of the mindset that if it is too good to be true, it probably fucking is. So what I was thinking about is, why, or let me rephrase that. What 
a what? All right, LeBron James is going into a 16th year. What the fuck is so intriguing about coming to play with a bunch of 23, 24 year old kids? Not to say they can't play because the Lakers got a nice young nucleus, ballers. You get what I'm saying? They all gonna start growing and developing and being really, really fucking nice players. It seems like, right? But why would he do that? Control. Why not go back to Miami? Because they're a little more, they're a little bit, a little bit more further along than LA is, especially given that LA's in the Western Conference. Miami remains in the in the weaker, diminished now. Western Conference or Eastern Conference. So why not stay in the East, go to back to Miami, you pair back up with Dwayne Wade and Pat Riley, who you know he can he can he can general manage his ass off. That's the great Pat Riley, right? Why not? Plus you got a couple pieces that but why go back to a place you know you left? Why not? He's loved in Miami. Yeah, he's loved in Cleveland. All right. Cleveland's shown. All right, Cleveland's trash, bro. Uh, well, we the all, we all only, know this. Huh? We all know this. The only good thing that Cleveland has ever done was draft LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Cavaliers will go back to winning 20 games this season. That's it. True. So if I'm Kevin Love, I'm, I'm a little bit upset. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm trying to figure out what my – I'm trying to find my horse to ride up out of Cleveland too. Because now Kevin Love is going to be – I like Kevin Love. I think he's going to be severely diminished. Because who he got? <laughs> Who's he there with? He's going to be f- severely diminished. And I think what well, he got two years on his contract remaining. So he's – unless they trade him, he's stuck there, which is crazy. That's wild. So free agency is kind of wild because, like, the Lakers are adding some young pieces, some young talent. I don't think Lonzo Ball is going to stay there, though. I think he's going to get traded. Yes. They just they just signed he's gonna get Ray traded. John Rondo. Rondo. You don't bring a player yeah, like yeah, Rondo in. There you go. You I, do not bring Rondo in. Now you're speaking my language. Yep. Because Rondo. That was a beast. He has a certain attitude about him, too. He's not only a solid player, he has an attitude about him that, like, don't come too often. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's very few players in the league cut like Rondo. Pause. It's one of those, like, Lonzo, man. Lonzo, the writing's writing's on the wall. I want to see him develop and play good. With the Lakers, I'd like you to see, see how it plays too. out, though. I'd like to see that too. I mean, because he looks like a good talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And of course, we can't really determine that because it's only been, you know, what is that a year? That, first year. That, first year. Can't shoot worth shit, but, though. But, but, but you, you know what the problem is, though? What's that? You know why I think a lot of people are so happy that if he were to leave, no one gives a fuck. Why? Because of the hype that his pops gave him. His hype. His dad put so much hype on him. He put so much shit on him. Talking about better than Jordan, better than this, better than that. He said he's better than Steph Curry. Bro, I mean, he was still at UCLA. You Why see, the fuck are you? Look, I get it. It was perfect marketing technique, and don't get me wrong, it probably landed him in the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know what they say: when the lights come on, the show starts. And if you can't put up, and if you can't perform. 
What was those hooks, bro? Back in the day, remember those hooks that they would put out? Like it was a cane. Mm -hmm. You're doing your, your shit on stage, and the cane comes out. They wrap it around your neck and mm -hmm. pull you the fuck off. Exit stage left. That's it. Hey, I, I think that's kind of a similar concept of where you're going. I really think Lonzo is going to be in that position where I see the put up or shut up. That's it. That's so that's it. right now, he needs to be in somebody's gym shooting jumpers. That's what he needs. He needs to be shooting hey, but jumpers. but LeBron might help him with that, though. I, th I think look, he can because LeBron wasn't always the greatest shooter. Yeah, and, and here's my thing about it, man. I think with LeBron being there, mm -hmm. he's going to be the, the, that, that little key element that's going to develop all the others. And that's why I say I think it's a good thing for me around young players. Right. Because it's not like Lonzo was a Kobe Bryant. You see, right. when you had Shaq and Kobe, they had the issue because Kobe was so damn good. We were talking about that, right? Yeah. Kobe was so damn good. Shaq was so damn good. They would fight about who had the fucking ball, who took the shot. Right. That's not the case with this. Lonzo's still developing himself to that point where he's trying to get to that level. Yeah. And Braun is already there. He's been there a hundred times already. So I think it's going to be a good developmental factor for every player in that Lakers staff. Mm-hmm. To really know what it's like to play with. And Rondo's a good pickup, or a good match with LeBron, too. Perfect match. LeBron doesn't, because LeBron doesn't have to hold the ball so much. Bingo. He doesn't have to come down, read the defense, run the offense, make other people better. Rondo is more than capable of running offense. That's right. And, and the great thing about Rondo is he don't want to shoot. He don't. You know what? He he, he don't care. The, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, there you go. He, he I don't give a fuck. He wants it. two points and fifteen assists. He don't mind that. Ron don't give a fuck. He's already a champion. That's it. He's not in it for no fucking ego and statistics. He's trying to fucking win some fucking ball games. That's it. And that's and that's that's all that's it really comes down to. Rondo is just cut from a different. I keep saying that. You heard it somewhere. You ever had that happen? Yeah. You, hear, from a different you hear some shit. You know, I, I remember I heard this. Subconsciously, I remember Mike Tyson, bro. Mm -hmm. He he made the, he made that comment. He, the, the the term was made. You know, I remember I forgot who he knocked out, man. But he's just like he, he goes on this interview with uh, um, with uh, not Jim Lampley. It was the other old guy, bro, from HBO, Larry Merchant. Okay. He tells Larry Merchant, man, he's like, man, he's like, he's like, there's nobody like me, you know, nobody. Yeah. Lennox Lewis, man, he thinks he's Alexander the Conqueror. I'm the Conqueror. He's like, you weren't cut from the same cloth as me. I'm, I'm cut from the same cloth as Jack Dempsey. Right. You know, <laughs> all these greats, bro. So he, That's crazy. You just brought me back to that, bro. You give me a little. Speaking, and speaking of cut from a different cloth. <laughs> Shit. I'm sad about? to say. Sad. Oh, man, it's about to get a little heated. Excuse me. One sec. Go ahead. Let me fix my. Motherfucker, you said sad. I mean, shirt. how the fuck are you getting mad if you sad? Let me. Nah, man. You, you gotta I, fill me in. What the fuck's going on, bro? bro uh, the reason. The reason I'm. I'm. I'm upset. Okay, you're now. See, let, let's refresh. I said I'm sad. I didn't you say, say sad. sad. You're upset. Upset. Okay, there you go. Makes sense now. Like Drake said, I'm upset. Shit, if you see this mother, if you, if you see what this motherfucker is doing right now, Dude. like you're the when you heard sad and I saw you doing your shit right now, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm 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 hella like disappointed, upset. upset. What happened? In Demarcus Cousins. Really? Super. Why? How the fuck are you gonna go? Sign a five uh, a one year deal for five mil. Motherfucker Avery Bradley signed a two year twenty five million dollar deal with the Clippers. Motherfucker said, "Is the writing on the wall? You don't see it. What? He wants a fucking ring. 
That's trash. Bro, I, I got. I, look, I can't, I'm not letting that slide. You're giving this some bitch the opportunity to play one year, pretty much giving himself a 90 percent chance of a ring. Mm-hmm. Getting paid the five mil, he leaves and goes somewhere else for big dollars, like he will. But guess what? Now he has a ring in his hand. Now he feels comfortable. His career is more developed. He's more established. And guess what? At the end of the day, they don't need you. Have, it's gonna be a throw. This year's gonna even if they win the ring, this which they probably will. It's gonna be a wash. Bench, this year is gonna be a wash. He's basically he's he's what like 27, 28. He's throwing away a year. Fuck it. He's throwing you. He look. He remember this. Not in your prime. Not when you're a top five at your position. You're guy. throwing away a year for the one thing that every person gets into the NBA for. It's a million niggas with a ring. We don't talk about a lot. A lot we don't talk about eighty percent of them. But regardless of it, it's self satisfaction. It's soothing because guess what? We're talking about him now because of his skills. Once he gets his ring, we're going to be talking to him, uh, talking about him later. And if he gets a ring with the next team that he goes to later on down the road, mm-hmm. when he's in his 35s, 36, we're going to say, hey, how many rings does he have? By that time, he probably has three. And fuck that. I'm just I, saying. I, 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 don't, I don't fuck with that. The reason why is because, like, I want to see niggas lace them up and go at each other. Why are you teaming up with niggas? I understand you have an Achilles injury. Like, this is a year for you to prove yourself and get better, then go to... Nah, man. It was reported, or... Yeah, it was reported that he said nobody gave him any significant offers. Motherfucker, Golden State didn't give you a significant offer. Hey, man. You know what? You want to know why it's a significant offer? Five million dollars? Five mil. Another team could have gave him 20 mil for one year. But that team would make him work his ass off. He can't recuperate from the Achilles heel. It was also reported can't that the, the Pelicans shit. offered him a two-year, $40 million deal. Okay, there you go. $20 million a year. There you go. It goes exactly to what I'm saying. So, he was with the Pels. Bro. They're ascending. The bottom line. He's playing alongside he's, the, uh, Anthony Davis. He's going to rest for one year, sit on the bench, collect $5 million, and collect the fucking ring while he's at it. Who the fuck has that opportunity? And get that good riddance. Get that shit the fuck out of here, bro. Just saying. I don't. I don't care about that. No, fuck that. What's up with What's up with going at people? Like, <laughs> and, and 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 it's not so much that he went to Golden State. Let me let me retract just a little bit and add a little bit more uh, uh, context. Yeah, you feel me? Because you know what I feel I like. Know, we're, we're having that Kevin Durant conversation. Uh, Please don't bring him up. You see what I'm saying? You, same concept. We've had, we've had Apple conversations. Uh, yeah, so we're not going to cut into it, but it's right? it's from the same cloth. The only the only the reason <laughs> the why fucking cloth, bro. <laughs> like again, it's, it's it's the principle. It further perpetuates the thought mm-hmm. or the the it's okay feeling of stacking the deck. He said he didn't have no significant offers from any other team. Nigga, it's 30 teams in the league. Nobody else. Nobody else wanted your services. Okay. For one year, five million? What did the team want to give him a ring? Bro, it's not about that. It's about the competitive fervor that lacks it. There is... Bro, you're talking about backyard basketball. This is what I'm going to say. You're talking and, and, about and, and, street and, hoops. And, and I may name the love this, of the game. And I may name this the um, title of the episode. And I kind of said it yesterday because once the, once the announcement was made, I'm in a few group chats that were blowing up. Blowing the fuck up. 
Mostly with people defending the move. Me, I'm the only one like, nah, dog. I'm not buying that shit. I said, there is no country for parody. We already fucking know what's about to happen next year. Mm -hmm. Even, like, we already know. Why? Why? Why not go somewhere and be like, yo, I'm coming off an injury. Because you're right about one thing. He's in what what, what players call that prove-it year. He -hmm. needs to come back, prove he's healthy, prove he can still be top five at his position, prove he can lead a team. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Why not go to a team that can be yours? Like any, I I don't know. You want me to, why not go to, uh, why not go to Milwaukee? I mean, I know Greek freaks there, but why not go to, (laughs) no, no. but, But what I'm saying is why not go somewhere and help them be what they need to get over the edge. Because you Why have go one to a team year to get a ring and then go do that. Nah, bro, no. No. It's one year. It's one wasted year. Bro. Because nobody... Like a cigar, because put your legs up, you got a ring guaranteed. Nobody's going to ever credit you for that ring. He don't give a fuck. He got paid five mil to get a ring. It's, it's, that, it's no and country for parity. And he could pick a team to say, you know what? I'm going to get with this team. We're going to go all out. Hey, by the way, guys, I can kind of help you guys out to win the championship. Why is that? Well, let me see. I was just with the, the, the championship team last year. I got myself a ring, and I know how they you're coach going, the shit. You're going somewhere where they don't need you. But they bought you. They don't need you. Yeah, like Kevin Durant. He went to a team that was already going. They were already champions before you, and they were already going back to the finals without you. Why the fuck would you add your top two talent in the world ass to a team like that? Bro. Bro, don't, don't, we're not doing this today. Listen. Not today. I'm going to tell you like this. Keep it simple with your life. You, you want to know that what Golden State is doing? They're just collecting Infinity Stones. And I don't, I don't mind Golden State. Golden State, Steve Kerr, the front office, that's, that's fine. They made, they made the deals, bro. You, that, you yeah. can't get mad at these motherfuckers I'm for making at, no, the deals. I'm, I'm mad at the player. I'm mad at How the dog. How could you be mad at the dog that decides to go where he needs the food? Bro, I'm, I'm mad at the, the dog is hungry. Nah, bro. He's no. sitting in the backyard this with is nothing. I got a few favorite players in the league. Because not only do I think they're great players... I think they're just overall just dogs in the heart. Like Russell Westbrook. Bro, he would never. Damian Lillard. Animal. He 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 laces them up on the floor. It's I don't I don't know you. I don't like you. We not homies. We not friends. We finna play ball. I'm coming at you. My shoes is laced up. I got my lunch pail. It's time to go to work. After the game, in the offseason, yeah, come to the house. Come kick it. Let's barbecue. Let's go on vacation. Right. Call me. Face, whatever. Let's jump on some 2K. Dog. Their whole starting five, every single one of them has been to multiple, multiple all-star games. And, and by the way, any nigga that plays 2K, any nigga that choose the Warriors, you, you you get your 2K card banned. You, you're not allowed to play. You, Warriors are off limits. You don't pick the Warriors. 
How you? Come on, man. You, there's 30 teams. You could have went anywhere and said, I'm going to prove myself. Then I'm going to take this team over. Because this, cause after I prove myself, the team's going to offer me a bigger deal. Why not stay in New Orleans? Before the season was over, which means he was already hurt, they put the ta- deal on the table like two years, $40 million. He turned it down. So the Pelicans was like, no deal. Deal's off the table. Don't come back for a deal. You're not getting it. I don't know, man. There's no country for parity, man. We already know what's about to happen. We already know what's going to happen. <laughs> Why? Why would you stack the deck like that? LeBron just evened it up a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Shifted the pendulum just a little bit. Until Leonard shows up. And then all of a sudden, Boogie. Oh, Boogie. Boogie, man, you was... uh, Maybe I'll think differently about this in two years. But come on, man. Bro, it's because you got to remember, man, these fools got... They need security. It's just like boxing, man. Right. I told you last time, the NBA is becoming... The boxing marketing circle That's what it's becoming I don't understand how What, what do you mean understand how Players it's different Are stacking the chips It's man versus man. man Okay no You know what Nowadays it's not it's, Only two people step in that ring Yeah Two people step in that ring Just like two teams step in that ring But what happens How do you get those two people in that ring you have promoters. How do promoters get the shit to get to, to get to their working areas? They got different angles. You got to remember this. This is where I say it becomes the same concept. Mm-hmm. You go to Floyd and you look at Floyd Mayweather and what he's done. Boxing was always you're a champ. I'm a champ. We fight. Prime time. Done. Floyd steps in. I'm a champ. You're a champ. You don't have a following Fuck you You don't have a belt I fight you Because you have a following It's marketing It's guaranteeing Your stacks It's guaranteeing That your chips Are in your corner Right Getting stacked up Golden State's situation And their player situation Are exactly the same shit They're stacking their chips In a security form That they're guaranteed To get something out of it In this fucker's case He gets a ring In the other fucker's case There's just a little bit of money And publicity being tossed his way Because of what he's doing You gotta remember How do you stay relevant In this fucking world? Either you do some shit that people hate, mm-hmm. you do some shit that's controversial, or you do something that basically puts you in a corner that everybody's going to be questioning you about it, whether it's good or bad. The bottom line is you create that publicity. So no matter what publicity Cousins gets or anybody gets in general, mm-hmm. their name is right now relevant. Relevancy is key in this business, whether it's for boxing or anything else. I don't keep it like I said. That it's ring not competitive will help that some bitch stay relevant once he heals up and he decides to go to a team. Nah, keep it. Keep that in mind. Remember I'm not me. Rolling. That's why you're not rolling now. But remember me on this one. That some bitch will keep him relevant. No, because he will already be relevant. He's top five at his position. Top five with an injury prone. That we don't know so about. So you take a prove it deal with, with the team that you could prove it on. 
Why? You can't. You have nothing to prove with Golden State. Of course, you cannot prove anything on with that team. You know what? You, because actually, with or you without can. you, they're going to the finals. You know what? You can. What? What can you prove? Because that here, you can be a really good six man. That you could be a really good. You could no, be. You a want a really, really good six. You you got to understand this part of it. The, the the piece of the puzzle that's missing in this whole thing, in this case scenario, as they say. And this is why I loved, like I said, the move of LeBron to the Lakers. You got Stellar playing with good ball players, mm-hmm. right? You got one overachiever playing against underachievers, but good at their trade. Mm-hmm. When you put somebody that's fucking good with somebody who's fucking good, this reminds me of the Yankees. You remember the 98 Yankees? Mm-hmm. 98, 99? 97 Winning everything Yeah Motherfucker Remember the squad they had The squad was amazing Posada Right Jeter Let's not, let's not go to the pitch. That doesn't but, change anything But no though. But that's my point though Anybody who got moved to that team mm-hmm. At any time Keep in mind The Yankees were good without A-Rod Granted, they lost Tino Martinez at the time, but they were but, still there. But guess what? A-Rod was the perfect prime ticket. Mind you, A-Rod was a shortstop. You had Jeter as a shortstop. What did you do? You need a guy like this guy to come on over. You said, fuck it. Let's give him the biggest deal in, in town. Jeter doesn't move his position. We put him in a different position. We throw him at first base. Right. We're going to switch your position. But basketball is different, bro. But, but no, it, it's egos. That's all it is. It's all about egos and how you play. If you play, because this is the thing. Any player that has ever went to the Yankees, right, mm-hmm. who did not perform, swam voyage. Why? Because Joe Torrey said it best. Joe Torrey was like, you know what? I can get a group of fantastic players and I'll make them do what I need them to do. Reminds me of Popovich. I could get him like this. Right. But, but, but if but, you put him to play in that team that's already stellar and you still perform at a good level, you're telling the world. He's not going to perform at, at, at the level. Boogie Cousins, that move is a pussy move. I mean, fuck that's if it was not a pussy go- move. No, bro, he's not going to get the opportunity to perform at the level that he needs to perform and acclaim that title that he had. He will. As, no, he, he can't. You want to know why? He, he, you don't he, know why? His players are like so this. good around him like that this. he can still be injured and nobody will notice it because everybody no. else is doing their shit. No, but when, when, when basketball heads... Watch the game. Think about it like this. Let me Who let me let me do more? it. Let me do it like this. Let me say it like this. This year, Boogie Cousin averaged 25, 13 a night. Every game. Great performances. Mm-hmm. Right? Shows he can be a dog. He can lead a squad. He can help a squad win. Mm-hmm. He can be what a squad needs. He's gonna go to the Warriors this year and play a year. The reason I'm saying he's not going to establish himself the way he would need to establish himself to make him to make us think he's the Boogie Cousins of old is because he's not even a top three offensive player on that squad. You got Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson. He's going to be coming off an injury. There might be somebody I would squeeze in there, arguably, but he's going to be at least number four. Tell me how 
and the there's only when all right when two teams take the floor to play basketball, there's only one ball. <laughs> there's only one basketball. Only one person. There's only one. That's why there's no country for it. It's a league of pussies. Kevin Durant, like, don't even get me fucking started. So it is not so mad that I'm mad about, like, again, that I'm mad about Boogie going to the Warriors because it is only one year. The likelihood is he can't, or he not the likelihood He can't stay with the Warriors Unless the Warriors ship off Some other players I don't think they want to do anything with Clay. I don't think they want to I, I, I don't think they want to keep Clay. Even though I think Clay may be the May end up being the odd man out At one point or another Right He has one more year with the Warriors And then it's time to re-up So you know what I mean I think he's going to be the odd man out I think Draymond Green, when it's his, when he gets his real chance to like test the market, I think he will, and I think he would eventually leave. But you gotta buy when it, when your window's open, you gotta buy all in. You gotta go all out. That's why I, I don't fuck with Kevin Durant. He's only signing one year deals essentially every year because he wants an easy way out, and the Warriors are trying to help him get that. Because the Warriors On his way out the door They don't want to further Taint his legacy I don't give a fuck about Nan other ring This nigga get with the Warriors I need to see you go Be the fucking man Be a dog And take the team You sitting here On the fucking Warriors Doing what? So when you tell me Who's in the finals next year I will tell you Who's in the final next year And it won't be hard Golden State Boston Period Point Blank that's it. That's that's that. And then you're gonna again be looking at the Western Conference Finals as the finals. Then when the finals start, Boston they're gonna throw everything they can at them. Boston can't overcome that. Still too young. Not enough big time players just yet. So now the Warriors are about to three peat. Yeah, Boogie gets his ring. And you need leaves. You're not going to establish yourself as a top five center. Because before this year, I'm not taking five centers ahead of you. The only centers I'll take ahead of Boogie, Embiid, Jokic, the young... The young dude that just got the max deal from Denver. That dude, I don't know if you've seen him play. That dude is uh He'll be good for fantasy. He's great he's he's great for fantasy. He's great in real basketball too. Yeah. Like that dude is so fucking nice. I would take him over him. Um and it's just one of those things where <sighs> I would take Carl Anthony Towns. That's another beast right there. That's it. That's it. There's nobody else I would take over him. Embiid, Jokic, Towns. Ta- I like Towns. I'll take Towns over Boogie. Yeah. Boogie's top four. Like, come on. Like, I, and I'm thinking on the fly here, but like, Boogie, give me a break. Give me a fucking break. And I'm tired of talking about this nigga, man. So I'm going I'm to just say one last thing. That is good riddance to you, sir. 
<laughs> what else good, is on the docket, man? Good riddance to Boogie, man. Good riddance. Oh, fuck, man. That shit was funny as fuck. That shit is crazy, bro. Like, how do... <laughs> bro, why... What... What are you... Bro, you could have went any... Don't but tell you know me what? you had offers. Let me tell you something, man. Okay. So, you know, the, let, let, let's keep it on the conversation of pussy for a second. You heard about the deal with uh, Joshua and Walter, right? Right. I heard about that. I'm going to call this segment Pussy or Not. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. Let me let's let's hear it. Pussy or not? Joshua originally said to Wilder, "You give me fifty million, mm-hmm. we'll fight and we'll do whatever the fuck. We'll do whatever you need to do." Wilder offered fifty million. Then he came back and said, "No, uh, it's not just about the money. We now we have to talk about all this shit." Oh, well, you didn't say that, but now we're okay. Fuck it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Now, from my understanding. Something else came up now where not only is Joshua getting the bigger half of the money. Right. They're getting the first fight in his hometown. Mm-hmm. But something else popped up where the fight's being delayed. So what do you think? Is it basically just a pussy-ass move? I think it's some pussy shit because I do believe that Wilder is... Just so he can get the fight, he's giving like the leverage. Like he's putting the ball, he's giving Joshua everything he wants, right? He's massaging his ego. He's giving him the better end of the money stick. He's giving him his fight in the UK. He's giving him this. He, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for you to not take it, for this not to be about to happen, is like, come on, dog. Now, if we want to fight, we got to reconsider some stuff. We got to change some stuff up because now I'm really thinking you pussy. So certified. Joshua versus Wilder. Pussy or not, Joshua. I'm sorry, man. That's a pussy move. Pussy. Pussy move right there. Fuck. The last thing I wanted to end it off with, one thing that uh, me and Nate touched on just a little bit last week, man. I'm not sure if you... um, if you've been in tune with it, but I'm kind of hoping you're not. But if you are, it is what it is. Terry Crews, are you familiar with him? Oh, yeah. He is shaking up the whole Me Too movement. He recently came out and said that he, too, was sexually assaulted in Hollywood. Um, apparently what happened... Some dude, some big time executive dude, I guess a lot of money, whomever he is, grabbed his, grabbed his dick. I'm trying to say that non-vulgar, but fuck it. This is non-filter. Grabbed his dick. So he's he's now coming out and he's 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 telling people that this is this shit is real. And now since we got a man that's. Stepping out on that plank And letting people know Like about a vulnerable moment in his life Man I really feel like that 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 really like Adds Like Fuel to the fire Of this whole Me Too movement Have you heard about that? What do you think about that? Talk to me about it a little bit man What's going on? Yeah man I actually I heard about that I, I saw his um, 
was it on Capitol Hill that he did that? He, yeah. He, he had a, yeah. He, he, yeah, yeah. He put out a statement. And um, what caught me the most, or I guess what was most intriguing in the sense of like really understanding how deep this shit really goes, mm-hmm. was uh, Feinstein pretty much obligated him to answer a question, which was, you know, you're a big dude. You know, if someone comes up to you to do something like that, I mean, you could definitely defend yourself. You could definitely, you know, like, uh, it it just wouldn't happen to somebody like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and then the, the comment that he made is the one that really made the difference. And he said... He says to, to Feinstein, he says, you know, in 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 this life or, or in, in, in the world that he's in, Hollywood, mm-hmm. you get one chance to be successful. Right. You get one chance to keep what you have. And beyond that, he's like, you got to understand the fact that he's like, I'm a black man. Mm-hmm. The chips are already stacked against you just to start with, you know. So it's like the the, the the what his explanation was really trying to put out was the fact that if he would have reacted at, at at his own actual thought frame, the way that he would have necessarily reacted, the way that most of us would have reacted, mm-hmm. it would have been flipped against him. Talking about oh, there, there you go, there there goes another black man causing ruckus, right. And you know what? Because of the workers that he caused and because of the publicity stunt that he pulled, this motherfucker's not going to be in films anymore. We take this fool's power. We take his shit. We take this. We take that. And that, that's what he pretty much put out. And, and that was deep, man. I mean, you know, like I said, because uh, Terry Crews is a funny guy, man. He, he's one of those dudes that, you know, he could be an action star, but he chooses not to be just because he feels like he has a sense of humor that everybody could relate to, and he does. Right. You know, so, yeah, it, it was one of those things that it was pretty, um, it was pretty shocking to hear. But, I mean, the cat's out of the bag, man. I don't know if you've ever heard of this Illuminati shit before in the past. There's been a lot of people talking about shit like this that there's always some type of... Mm-hmm. Crazy shit Going down in Hollywood You know Whether it's in the music industry Or the movie industry Whatever it is right. There's always some weird shit Of this sort going down And that if you want to stay Relevant or become Or be famous Or stay famous You have to oblige To someone's rules Okay And that's a sad business man Because that's pretty much What he did He's like you know what My cock got grabbed I didn't do shit You know at the moment To this motherfucker Granted, I spoke to other people and I, I mentioned it to them. Hey, man, this is what happened. This shouldn't be acceptable. This then third. But then it's kind of like saying it's kind of like me going to you, man. Mm-hmm. Or no, better yet, it's kind of like if someone came to me giving me a complaint at work about you. Right. My initial reaction is going to be, nah. That's not, that's, <laughs> man, that's not him. No. Right. right. That, that, that's not my boy. No. That's my initial response. I need proof. Right. I got. I got to see what you're talking about. I just won't take their word for it. So you see what I'm saying. So I, it's very difficult for him to go to his superiors mm-hmm. and to explain this to somebody, and that person's going to say, "Really? Nah." What's so crazy is, uh, I really feel like uh, all the conversation that's being had around this. Is too focused on 
Terry Crews being big black dude works out. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you wanna know why like 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 I mean it's funny. Let's 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 call a spade a spade. I'ma keep it a buck with you. When I first heard it, like I just reading it off just the headlines, it's funny. And the reason why it's funny is because us as humans, we compartmentalize, right? We want to take things, take situations, take people, say, this is what it is. This is the box it belongs in. And that's kind of it. Right. Right. When we think of Terry Crews, we think of this big, black, buff guy. And when you think of sexual harassment and like... Uh, People taking advantage of people Terry Crews just doesn't fit in the box Where you would think of somebody That's getting taken advantage of is in But in all actuality This is probably some Asian man With a lot of fucking money Who could have probably blackballed him out of The fucking entertainment industry Of course So all I'm saying is to say Is uh What he's doing is definitely uh, Is definitely brave it's kind of like one of those things where it's like it just shines new light on it. You know what I mean? Because it shouldn't happen no matter what. So right. I just hope, you know, he's able to find some closure, give many other people who are truthfully um, talking about the same accusations, give them closure, you know, because it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a serious thing, man. And all we worried about is how big he is and how he should have did this and how he should have did that. Like, well, here, here's one thing I will tell you though: that if in the event moving forward, if we no longer see Terry Crews in that spotlight in the movie culture, mm-hmm. then we know that there's a lot of reality to the shit that he's talking about. Because it's the first time that someone comes out this way. Other artists have done it in the past oh, in, their, man. in their own media terms. No, what I'm saying is in general, for example, you've had a lot of artists in the past. They come out, right, saying, hey, man, this rap game is fucked up or this music shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. These people up here, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard so much shit coming from Interscope Records. It's insane. Right. I've heard a lot of crazy shit, man. And, and, and a lot of it is just like, okay, is the rapper trying to just do a publicity stunt? Then all of a sudden you see the rapper going crazy. Look at DMX. Mm-hmm. DMX is a prime example, bro. This man was on top of the fucking rap game. And all of a sudden what happens? DMX gets poof, knocked off the rap game. The moment he starts talking shit about this uh, about the record labels and shit like that, or about he starts he starts getting to that whole conversation of Illuminati and shit like that. Now whether it's a whether it's conspiracy or not. Right, right. I mean, it's coincidental. I guess you can call it that. So that's why if you if we start seeing that Terry Crews is no longer a part of the that elite movie style, or we don't start seeing him as often as before, and he, you know, all of a sudden Terry Crews starts to start acting crazy. Right. Then, I mean, there's only, I mean, whoever can't see the light at that point, man, you got a fucking problem. You know what I mean? Yes. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? The, 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 it's, it's a lot listening. deeper than that shit. We gotta shit. start listening to the people who are crying out for help. Yeah, that, I mean that's what that's what has to happen, man. Because he literally put him. He's, he put his neck out there. Right. For everybody else that's like, you know what? I went through this. I went through that. And you know, it, it, it's it, it's some crazy shit. Hundred percent, man. 100%. You know? I just wanted to bring that up to you, man. 
Yeah, it's a wild business out there for just that. Just to kind of get it kind of going. And then I kind of want to close this out with, uh, unless you got anything to add, with uh, a person who um, who I like or who I liked, really, right? Um, somebody that I've championed, somebody that I've, uh, like, I don't want to say make it, made excuses for, but I was just a big advocate kind of like for him, right? And that person is just a fucking idiot. That's Jameis Winston, quarterback, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I... Which he sucked last year, by the way, but yeah. He, he had a down year last year, right? Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that's of him. Like, I think he can, like, break out of that and be... Be good as shit, yeah. yeah right. He, he's had his moments with Evans. Yeah, I mean, they, they had some fucking good times, but... Uh, right, right. All I'm saying is, this motherfucker, man, good riddance. What happened with him? So, not only does he have a a, a, a checkered pass, right? Getting in trouble, just doing dumb shit, insensitive shit. This motherfucker... Just got accused of uh, sexually assaulting a female Uber driver. This female Uber driver claims that he groped her. He, I guess he got in the car with his friends. I guess he thought he, he must have had a little something to drink. You know what I mean? And he... Thought it was okay to grab a titty. Is there proof of that? There's no proof of that. A lot of people are holding him to the fire though, because he he gave a statement after the uh, incident came out. In that statement, nowhere does he say, "I did not do this." He just kind of says stuff like, man, this news is unfortunate. I'm sorry you guys had to hear it. This is not how it went. You, shit like that, right? Wait you a minute. When you- I'm sorry. Let me let me backtrack for a second. You're telling me that you're a multi-million dollar player. And you're driving a fucking Uber? Does that make sense? I mean, I guess we, we take Ubers. <laughs> We're not multi-million dollar motherfuckers, bro. Why the fuck am I going to have multi-million dollars and expect the Uber to drive me around when I can have my own fucking chauffeur? That already fucking makes the fucking story checkered to me. But I don't know the whole thing. This is the first time I hear of it. But um, continue. Okay. So... It's like, dog. And so when he releases a statement, and when anybody releases their statement and they're innocent, they blatantly say, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. This is untrue. This is this is this is fake news. Nowhere did she say I did not do this. Wait, wait a minute. Drake quote. I mean Drake quote. You ready? What? A wise man once said nothing. Alright, continue. <laughs> if somebody's accusing you of something so bad, something so like <laughs> egregious, a wise man. Will say That wasn't me That was not me He didn't say that So all I gotta say is 
motherfucker, what are you doing? In college, you had trouble, staying out of trouble. Bro, I, I, I'm a big advocate. I'm not a Bucks fan, but I'm a big advocate of you, bro. Like, I, bro, I probably watched every game you played when you were at uh, uh, Florida State. Almost at LSU for a second. Sorry about that. When you were at Florida State, I probably watched every fucking game. I just love the passion this motherfucker plays with. Lace them up. Let's go play. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then to first we get the uh, you're still in crab in college. You're still in crab legs. Then yeah, we crab see crab legs are good, bro. Bro, we not. Let, let me not. stop you, bro. Bro, crab legs are this hard to no come by. No country for parody, bro. And they're fucking bomb as fuck. No country for. Par- do you bro, realize how good crab legs are? We're not doing this, bro. Bro, don't do that. Wait a minute. Bro, crab legs. Don't do that. It's like lobster, bro. Those shits are not easy to come by. Not, but you don't steal them either. <laughs> motherfucker. We're not doing this today. <laughs> bro. Hey, can you imagine this motherfucker? Like, be one of his homies. He's like, hey, dog, let's, let, let's go do something fun tonight. This is the first thing this motherfucker says, all right, man, what y'all going to do? Let's go steal some crab legs. It's like, motherfucker, what are you doing? That, first of all, that's what you're doing. You're, 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 you're a superstar quarterback oh, in college, shit. stealing crab legs. And then, like, it's just so much bullshit that, like, it's like, dog, like, how are you even putting yourself into these positions? Right? And then, and then the most recent one was he went to a school. As athletes do, you know what I mean? You go, you get back to the yeah. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard about this. Right? He goes to a school. He's talking to kids in the class. Okay. Small group of kids, you know, just talking about life experiences and letting them know, you know, the sky's the limit. You can be all you can be. We can be whatever you want. What right. you supposed to do for our kids, right? Because, honestly, the children are our future. Right. He has this group of kids, and he's, he's motivating them. Right? I'm going to get a little loud. He says, yo, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Pumping them up. You could be whatever you want to be. You could be whatever you want to be. Right? Where are my fellas at? All the little boys in the class, they look and they hype. They like, yeah, yeah, what's, whatever, whatever. Stand up. Stand up. Put your fists up. Beat on your chest. Beat on, you know what I mean? Just getting them hype. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you strong, right? I seen a little kid in his face. You strong, right? You a man, right? You strong. Kid's like, yeah, I'm strong. I'm a man. I can be whatever I want to be. The girls in the class not asked to do anything. Little girls, right? So he uh, he looks over. He's like, yeah, she a girl. She's supposed to be quiet and, str- and, 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 and smart and this and that. You get what I'm saying? And so it was it was just insensitive, right? So it was to the point where, like, a lot of people start sounding off, like, but what? But the girls, like, they're strong, too. They're not just supposed to be quiet and gentle and soft-spoken. You know what I mean? So it was it's, it's just optics, bro. It's like, how do shit look? A lot of things matter about how shit looks. And this nigga has been getting it wrong since he was in college. Hey, let me ask you something, though, man. With, with, with that in particular... Get something right, James. Yeah, well, yeah no. Nah, good riddance, bro. A good riddance to his dumb I'm off, shit. I'm off. I'm off the bandwagon. I hope you. I wish you nothing but the most success. Hey man, but l- l- let me I let me throw this ball back at you real quick. Cause I, I've been I've been hearing a lot of this lately, 
and I've been seeing it a lot of it lately. And I mean, I look, believe me, don't get me wrong. There's things that I believe in and I, and, and I see, and I'm like, you know what? Like the situation you just explained to me, I see it from one coin, which is, I mean, what the fuck? You know, you're stereotyping. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're diminishing a uh, uh, women. Mm-hmm. You know, we're way past that now. We're, we're, in, we're in a different generation. Right. But you, you know the part that kind of gets me, though? What's that? What happened to freedom of speech? Yeah, freedom of speech is cool when you're not... No, 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 no. It's not about when it's, it's not about when you when it's cool when it's. What's the definition of freedom of speech? It's the freedom of what? So. It's the freedom of speech. That's All it, right? right? You can't let me say this. I can't walk out right here to Hollywood Boulevard and scream "f Mexicans." You can. I can, but there's repercussions to come with that. No one's talking about the repercussions though. Oh yeah, okay So if you want to say Whatever you want to say Go ahead and say Whatever you want to say But you got to be willing To deal with the repercussions You got to be able To deal with that Well of course And and, and that's what I mean Maybe he was prepared for that Right Maybe, I don't know It's because you know what The reason why I kind of Bring that up Is because I mean I've been seeing a lot lately It's like There's so many things That are sensitive Right To so many people it may not even be the fact that you're actually trying to diminish somebody. And in, in conversation, you're not even diminishing somebody, but someone may interpret it a different way. Right. The problem I mean, is that you got too many people offering interpretations to what things mean. Bro, you are a millionaire. All the more reason. No, it's not. It's just like when he was in college, there was allegation. Well, he was actually recorded. He was at some sort of like mm-hmm. event. I don't know where he was, what kind of event it was, but there was a lot of people there. Something was happening, and he was recorded yelling to one of his friends or whomever was doing whatever they were doing. He was yelling, fuck her right in the pussy. Fuck her right in the pussy. Dog. So because you're a millionaire, you can't be one of the boys. You can't be, you can't, you can't. So that changes you. You got to be different. You don't got to be different. You got to be mature. But you're one of the see. You see what I'm saying? But listen, why Le- you got to change? Who you you don't are? see LeBron James doing any of that. LeBron James was never none of it. What do you mean? He's not one of the boys. How you know? No, no. He was never one of the ones that did the kind of shit to begin with. You. What was it? What, what was it? What was the term? You can't even find a parking ticket under this motherfucker's name, right? Right, and I quote that was t- that was that was Ivy that said that I quote, right? But well, all I'm saying is, but no, when I'm when there's look, other quarterbacks in the league, right? It's that are playing at a much higher level than you are, absolutely, and they're not making a fucking dick out of themselves. No, 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 absolutely. It's because you know what? It, it, look, I, I'm still in in the bottom of the barrel. We can call it, right? I just. Uh, I, I keep uh, every time the conversation comes up, it just it just bugs me nowadays. Like it actually bugs me because it makes it makes people feel. Because you know what I appreciate? What? I appreciate someone that can tell me shit the way they really feel it. It's up to me whether I get offended or not. But that is a difference. Than it's an opinion. Calling it how you see it. No, 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 no. See, there's a difference there. No, calling it how you see it is redirecting fact. You're saying it exactly as you are seeing it. What I'm saying is that well, we you're see speaking two different things it, and see it differently. Well, they becomes well. That's what I'm saying. In this case, if I bring up a conversation, right? Let's say I, I get on this line right now and I say, you know what? 
I hate gray shirts. Fuck gray shirts. Hate them. 100%. Right? Okay. You may be like, well, I, I like gray shirts. Cool. You just, you took it as, he don't like it, I like it. Someone else may take it as, fuck gray shirts. I'm wearing a gray shirt right now. What you trying to say about me? Fuck you. Oh, hell no. Gray shirts, all of a sudden, it becomes something bigger than what it really should. Something so insignificant because why I said something that I felt to right. be true to me, not didn't have to be true to others. Think about it like true this. To me. Think about it like this. To, different vantage point, real quick. I know we're kind of getting kind of long on this. Thank y'all for sticking in with us, real quick. Before I pose this to him, man, I want to thank all the the people who are listening. Please do the like, the subscribe, Instagram, like, follow us. Good riddance pod Man we We, we 100% appreciate that um, Go ahead and subscribe iTunes Google Play Stitcher SoundCloud Please drop a comment If you want to come on the show With us man And talk some shit <laughs> Passion ideas We're open to it So just let us know What we got going on We can We can We can try to get Something set up for you um, But back to the show Now, nah, but Let me pose it like this You're an employer you're the owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's take it back to Jameis. Mm-hmm. You got the face of your franchise who's not particularly playing at a high level at the particular time. And then you're getting calls. Bro, your employee, your face of the franchise is out here screaming, fucker, right in the pussy. Or he's out here stealing fucking soda from Burger King. Or he's fuck. What? How do you how do you see that? You're like, oh, that's cool. Freedom of speech. He can scream fucking right in the pussy. I don't care. Well, no, no. I mean... It, as long as he throws some touchdowns, he can say whatever he wants. Not even that. Well, where I put it as is basically... And again, I mean, when I, when I clarify his situation, not the proper things to say, right? But I don't think you should hold... And, 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 and again, this is more of a human level. Because when we talk about companies and corporations, I can't walk into my company... And do what the fuck I want to do And act the way I want to act Right And if you're running a company You don't want the people That you fucking hire To walk in And do, and the do fuck that kind of do. shit Absolutely you don't, want your, you don't want your employee At your buses Talking about some fucking Fucker right in the pussy So my, my thing would be Is more or less and, and, and again I just took that little topic In general And kind of posted it up For other situations But what I'm going at Is basically It's like You can't Express yourself The way you want to Mm-hmm because, I mean, what if at the moment? I mean, let's be realistic. Let's be fucking realistic because I, I put myself in that position. We're fucking drinking. We're having a good fucking time. We go to a strip club. All of a sudden, we see some crazy shit going down. We're having fucking laughs about it. Hey, man, shake it in the ass. Fuck it. We say, fuck around in the pussy. It's different. How's the fuck? But again. Well, I mean, it's not just Someone different. hears it in there. Someone's in the strip club. <gasps> Oh my god, that was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, let me let me let me fucking post this media shit. It's it's now a situation of as you said, optics. If you're a millionaire, if you're this, if you're that, you can no longer be the free person ex- that you yeah, were. You are expected you are, to have a certain way exactly. About so that's you what make I'm saying. A million like, fucking dollars it's like, more than everybody. That, that's why I would hate personally. I would hate to be a millionaire. Because No, no, no I would hate to be a millionaire If I were working for 
an athlete company, a franchise, the NFL, NBA. I wouldn't be able to do it. I I can be a self-made millionaire. Like stocks. I would love to do that. Be a millionaire on stocks because then I could be who the fuck I want to be. If anybody wants to tell me, oh, my God, that was incorrect. He's a fucking bad guy. But this and that and the third. Guess what? Your fucking thoughts don't impact me at all. It won't affect my money because my money's made on my decision making with stocks. It's not like a Starbucks where someone does some fucked up shit that you can't control. And now my company's losing money because of a fuck up. You follow what I'm saying? I want that freedom. You see, that's that, that's the kind of thing. That's what that's for me the American dream, the freedom to have the money you want, right. and to be who you are. Now, if he's a straight degenerate, mm-hmm. fuck it, man. He's a degenerate. That's who you hired. And if he doesn't change, then I mean, well, fuck it. What are you gonna do about it? But what I'm saying is that if you're gonna fucking get rid of the some bitch, right? Then fuck it. You get rid of them because it's culture. I mean, not culture. It's a, uh, it's it's ethics. You know, right. the, the, he's representing the company. Fuck it. I understand that part. But I'm just saying in general, like for anybody out there that is afraid to have conversations with people in public because you're afraid of what the next person is going to be listening to, or what another person hears you say, and then all of a sudden it becomes a fucking debateful argument when you're talking to someone else that's irrelevant to you. That's the kind of shit that I'm referring to. That a lot of people feel that, oh, because I'm at a certain level, I can't be who I am. And what is this whole American thing about? What is this whole, what do we tell our kids every day? Be who you are and don't change. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, man. You, you follow what I'm saying? Because the children it's, really it's going, are the future. It's going a little bit deeper than what would be that little sense of, of course. I mean, if you're a, if you're a representative of a brand, you prepare for the repercussions. Right. But that's what I'm saying. For me, I would want to be that one dude that fucking has money. Not because I have a brand that right. people have to oblige to. And all of a sudden I say something wrong and then everybody turns their back. And then right. I lose money because of them. I don't want that kind of shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at this fucker. Uh, what's this fool's name, man? Uh, I told you about him last time. A Barzerian? A fucking damn Barzerian? Remember that motherfucker? Barzerian? Yeah. Bro. How controversial is that son, bitch? And he don't give a fuck. He's not even... Con- he don't even do shit. I don't know what he do. Bro. That's... Look. This motherfucker makes money. If I if I recall correctly, because I, I didn't read too much of how he makes his money, but I know that this was worth a fuckload of money. Mainly, I guess it's because like some stocks and bullshit like that companies that he invested in and shit, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is that his criticize everybody criticizes this motherfucker because oh my god, you fucking you make women look like like dirt. Women to you are are a tool. Women to you are this. Women to you are that. Right. They 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 put him in this position. And you know what his response is all the time, which I fucking love. What's that? He says, because they asked him, you had a fucking party of ten guys and over a hundred women. How does that? I mean, how does that pan out? <laughs> And these women are topless. These women are, you know, be, being put in positions where, where like, uh, you're making them look lesser of a woman in X, Y, Z. Right. Right. You know what the fuck? You know what the fucking funny thing is? What's that? You know what he says? What? Women. He's like, let me. Let's make one thing very clear. Nobody put a gun to these women's head to come into my boat. Nobody told these women that they would become rich and famous. For chilling in my boat, in my yacht, in my mansion, or anything. All we said is we have an invite. We want sexy girls, and this is what we're looking for. 
Either you come or you don't. And so go on and behold, a woman sees a big-ass yacht, a big-ass mansion, Ferraris, Bugattis, and the women are the ones that go for it. They're the ones that come up shaking their ass, taking the shit off. They're voluntarily doing what they do, and you're over here bitching at me because I'm supposedly making them do this shit. Get the facts right. Get this shit together. However these women look around me, they please me because... That's what I do. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. And guess what? They're willing to provide the services for nothing. They're there to have a good time, just like me. So in that sense, everybody could be like, oh, man, he's a fucking womanizer. He fucking is. He's terrible with women. But in the end of the case, if he's not, if we're not putting a gun to a woman's head to act the way they act. Mm hmm. It's like you take a hoe in the street, right? You know, like a certified hoe. I don't mean just any girl in general. I'm talking about an actual hoe that, like, you know, when a girl calls a girl hoe, like, that's the term I'm actually going for. Like, someone that you know that does some shit all the time for no fucking apparent reason, whatever the fuck. Uh, and then that goes for dudes, too, so don't, you know, whatever. But my thing is that regardless of it, that's who they are. Can't change them. Right. And you can't make a statement to say, oh, my God, this person's making this person do this. Exp-. No, you can't. That person's being free. He's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. So they try to put this motherfucker in a womanizing situation. They try to put him in a position where he looks like the bad guy. But guess what? The fact of the matter that this motherfucker doesn't have some of those types of companies where it requires people mm-hmm. to be like, oh, no, I'm a boycott this motherfucker's company. Nah, bitch. You could boycott whatever the fuck I do. But you ain't fucking with my money Because there ain't shit you can do about it Right Do you see the freedom that's there? Yeah There is freedom that's there It just depends on how you go about obtaining your money That's it And I'm saying that, you know And, and that's why I love that little sense, man I, I, I And again, I, I don't always agree with everything This motherfucker does But it's a, it's a point that I try to make in that sense Where I hate how nowadays Mm-hmm a group of people can change your life's outcome because of an emotion, because of a feeling, because of a thought that you had at a moment, at a mm-hmm. spur of the moment. People's lives get ruined because of someone's comment that they had within closed doors because of how they felt about something at that particular moment. But then all of a sudden, oh, no, oh, shit, he did. What? He said, what? He never said it to you. He never said it to me. He said it to somebody else, and somebody else was recording at that moment. Right. But we hold them accountable. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of bullshit that, like, in this era, I'm off that. Good riddance of that bullshit for me. Hey. Good riddance. The podcast. Shit. Subscribe. <laughs> iTunes. Google Play. Oh. Stitcher. SoundCloud. Before I forget, before I jump off this high horse that I'm on right now, hey man, what was the last time you went on a flight? Oh, I haven't been. I haven't been out of the country or out of the country, out of the state in like two years. Let me ask something real quick. What's the what is your biggest fear when on a flight? Mm, I don't know. I'm generally not scared of being on a flight. It probably fucking sucks to not have your fucking luggage show up on time. Well, no, let's talk about the actual flight itself. 
while in the air, what is your biggest fear before takeoff? There you go. You're in the plane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the plane now takes off. All right. So you got everything started. Everything is good or whatever. What is your biggest fear while in the air? While taking off? No, no. While in the air already. You took off already. You're, you're fucking flying already. That I see some shit that's not so fucking, that's not supposed to be. See somebody outside. I don't know. I don't know, actually. So nothing in general? Nothing in general that I can think of. Okay. Maybe I might put your mind into perspective. You know what my biggest fear is? Mm. Having a stank-ass motherfucker sit next to me. (laughs) Bro. Do you understand? That's probably my fear, too. You say, ah, there you go. To be real, yeah. You you ever had those customers look, man? Or an annoying-ass motherfucker that just won't shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. And especially if it's an annoying-ass motherfucker that can't even speak your dialect. (laughs) Yeah, and, hey. they, and they expect you to understand everything the fuck is saying. We running kind of long. <laughs> hey, so I guess we'll end it there, man. Fear, Episode man. five, Good Riddance the podcast. <laughs> man, tune in, man. We love everybody who are who is um, giving us the feedback. Let us know which way is up.